Rock Your Mic Right, bringing together human design with podcasting for maximum impact and enjoyment. All right, are you ready? Strap yourself in, friends. <laughs> so Rock Your Mic Right has taken a bit of a detour. I am Carly Nimmo. I am a podcaster with about five to six years experience in podcasting, 20 years in audio, and I really work heavily in the podcasting space as a teacher, mentor, guide, and as a producer for corporates. So my life is all about audio. It's all about using my voice and it's all about empowering others to do the same. Over the years, there have been various tools that I have discovered that have helped me really unleash more of or liberate myself from the conditioning that I've experienced throughout my life. And one of the most effective and powerful tools I've come across is human design. So over the course of the next little while, I'm going to do something completely out there and we're going to talk about human design and how you can use it as a podcaster to you know, help you create a strategy that works for you. So, because one of the things that I notice with a lot of podcasters who come to me is they're looking for to be told how how it goes. You know, they're looking for things to move the needle and they're looking to to take action. Um, and it's not necessarily in alignment with their human design. And also they're punishing themselves. You know, they're, they're punishing themselves for not being able to show up consistently or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Where sometimes this is just the mechanics of who we are. And once we find acceptance for those parts of ourselves, then we can move forward and find our own version of success. As a projector, success is my signature, which basically means I will, when I'm in alignment, I will feel successful. And if you have been around me for a long time, if you've listened to Carlosophies, my podcast that's been going for uh, five years now, over five years, nearly 300 eps, it will be 300 eps by the time you're listening to this, I think. In that time, I've spoken so much about success and failure because as a projector, that's my signature. And we all, all the types have different signatures. It's a way to know when we're in alignment with coming from our, I guess, true self. I don't want to use too many wanky terms. I don't want to get too bogged down in the language because I feel like it's a bit of a barrier to entry for human design. And I definitely don't want to get stuck into dogma. So what I what I do want to do is give you tools to liberate yourself from the way you think things should be done in the podcast world and in life and business in general and find a way that really serves you and your signature. So for the record, the signatures are projectors are bitterness or success. I know bitterness well. <laughs> and if you're a projector, you probably know bitterness too. Um, for a generator, it's frustration or success. For a manifester, it's anger and peace. And for reflectors, who I doubt there'll be many listening to the show, but if you are welcome, you're the 1%. <laughs> and their uh, themes are disappointment and surprise. And surprise in the more like, ah, oh, fulfillment, you know, like life is full of wonderment, I guess. Um, 
that's more the theme for the reflector. I've actually never, th- this is the thing, um, I've never met and read for a reflector. So I'm, so for me to integrate this knowledge, it takes me to either experience myself or see the experience in others and have them share. And that's how I really learn human design is definitely through reading various resources and, you know, soaking in all the information, but it's also about integration for me. And I think this is really important to say upfront. All of this stuff is just mind fodder if you're not experimenting with it to see how it fits. So so that's really the the five you know the five types and the five success uh, signatures I missed out manifesting generators they kind of come under the generator banner uh, and some schools of thought think that they're they're pretty much just a regular generator so themes are frustration and um, satisfaction. But others believe that there's also another element, which is about the manifesting part, about the not-self theme of anger and peace. So I guess manifestors can be angry and frustrated, right? And I actually see that in my daughter. She's a manifesting generator. And my husband, who's also a manifesting generator, is this um, sense of not just frustration, but there's an anger with the frustration. So I can kind of see that play out in in the people around me. And so I do kind of buy into the manifestors being a bit of a mixture of the generator and the manifesting gen- and the manifester. Um, so I guess I'll be talking about how I see it. It's not necessarily um, the word of Ra Uruhu, which is the the initial channel for this stuff. Sounds really kind of out there. Um, but th- the thing is, like it, it for me, it doesn't matter how this information came about. Um, and it matters more the resonance for you. And if it feels true for you, then I say try it on, experience it, see how it works. And if not, that's cool, right? Like no foul, no play. Is that what they say? <laughs> you know, like give it a crack, see if it resonates, see if this stuff lands with you. And if it does, cool, go and use it. And if not, sweet, keep going. We own, we don't need to fix what's not broken, right? So if things are working for you, fabulous, keep doing more of that. This is about exploring ways if things aren't working for you to understand why, to have a look at your mechanics, to see what's at play here so that then you can play more into your strategy and authority, which we'll talk a lot about, which will bring you those success themes. So projectors, success, I always use success because I'm a projector. Uh, satisfaction for generators, peace and satisfaction for manifesting generators, peace for manifestors, and surprise for reflectors. So if you're not feeling those feels, um, then maybe it's worth giving this a shot, just having a play around. So the first thing you're going to need to do is get yourself a chart. And when you get the chart, it's probably going to be like, what the fuck am I looking at here? It's really fucking confusing, which is why I wanted to bring this series to you because it it is, it, I feel like human design is a wonderful tool, but it's really not that accessible. And I want to make it a little bit more accessible for you. So go, the way we would get our chart is quite simple. You can just Google get human design chart and it should lead you to the website called Jovian Archive. And Jovian Archive is um, kind of like, well, it's the company that brought human design to us, I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but but it's the main hub of human design. I'm pretty sure it's the company that Ra Uruhu set up. So, um, 
So that's where you would get your chart. And basically for that, what we need is your name, date of birth, birth time, and your city of birth. Now, I get it, right? Like sometimes we don't have our birth time, but the thing about human design is it's only going to be as accurate as the details that you give it. So if you're giving it, and and, you know, in some cases you can have a chart that doesn't change at all over 24 hours. And in some cases you can have a chart that completely changes your type, your authority, all changes with just one minute. So it's important to know your birth time. And then if you don't, there are ways that you can go about finding it out. Um, you can try muscle testing. There is a service called birth time rectification. Yeah, birth time rectification. If you Google it, I'm sure you'll find some details on it. Um, so you, if you don't know your birth time for sure, then, you know, maybe try that. If you know a rough time, then pop it into the um, the Jovian Archive site, the charts. You don't have to put in an email address or anything like that. You just can do it then and there. And so you could do one at the rough time, try one, you know, a little bit later, a little bit earlier and see if there's any changes. So we don't necessarily need to know the birth time, but to get a super accurate chart, it's better to have it uh, because some things won't change, but some things might. And that could change the whole thing, right? So sometimes when we're doing a chart reading for someone, when we're looking at someone's chart, Uh, and they're not resonating with it, it can be because they've given the wrong birth time, I've got it wrong when I've entered it in. You know, there are many different factors here, but, um, you know, if it's not resonating, it might be just that you've got the wrong birth time. Um, And it might be that it's just not for you. So there's that. So go and get your chart if you don't have it already. And and when you get it, what you'll see is uh, like a bunch of different shapes. (laughs) and lines. It's very confusing. But the main things that we're looking for initially are your type. Um, and, and that's really what we want to know to start with. What is your type? So as I mentioned before, there are five different types. Projectors make up about 20-22% of the population. Manifestors make up about 9%. You've got reflectors at 1%. And the rest fall into the generator category, a generator or a manifesting generator. It all comes under the same category, which I think they're about 70% of the population. So, and did I mention reflectors are uh, about 1% to 2%. So they're quite rare. Um, And once you know your type, then then it's about also finding out your authority and your strategy. These are the, if you, if you do nothing else with human design, these are the most important parts of your chart. The rest is great for mind fodder and it's a really great tool to understand yourself and what motivates you and, and why things mightn't have been working and why certain things work for you. But it's all just mind fodder without these two elements. So when you pull up your chart, it will tell you what type you are, whether you're a projector, manifester, manifesting generator, generator or reflector. It'll give you a profile type, which we're not going to talk about today, but we'll look at that in future episodes. And it will give you a strategy and an authority. So the strategy is the same for uh, if you are a manifester, your strategy is to inform and initiate. If you are a generator or a manifesting generator, your strategy is to respond. If you're a projector, it's wait to be invited. And if you're a reflector, you have to wait a full moon cycle to make any big decisions. So I'll break them down quickly for you. 
Okay, so for a manifester, a manifester is here to inform and initiate. And basically that means you're here to start things, not necessarily see them all the way through to completion. So you can see how that might play out, right? You could have some stories around never being able to finish anything, but you're actually not designed to. You're here to start things off. You're here to have that um, initiating energy You and, and you're here to inform. So that's the manifesto. I'll talk more about how how you can use that to your benefit as a podcaster a bit later on. Manifestors are kind of the one that every other type wants to be, but they feel a bit ripped off because in because manifestors are also generally pretty conditioned and uh, and so it's not as easy as it sounds to inform people um, if you've got a bunch of shit about what that means, right? So uh, so every type has its advantages and disadvantages. And I think um, for me, when I found out I was a projector, it made so much sense to me, but it also left me feeling a little bit bitter. I have to wait for invite. So let's move into that as a, as a strategy. Um, a projector is here to wait for invite. And that basically means waiting for someone to recognize who we are and feel really seen um, or an actual invite. And projectors can get really stuck on this stuff. So we'll cover it in more detail later on. But essentially, we're not here to initiate. We're here to wait to be invited. For a generator, and so you can see how there might be some bitterness involved in that, right? Wait to be invited. I have to wait for someone to see me, to recognize me before I have anything of value to add. It's kind of a, a yeah, a, a fucked place to feel when you first find out you're a projector. It's like, oh, seriously, I have to wait for the invite um, because uh, projectors are here to guide. And um, and so a lot of the time we are all seeing and it's really frustrating to watch a train wreck happening but not be able to be powerless to really do anything about it. And I don't mean powerless. We're not powerless. But, um, you know, if we are trying to impose our opinion or impose our views onto someone or dish out advice, it's often not well received as a projector. And, in fact, the same kind of goes for a generator. Uh, you guys are here to respond. And a lot of generators are like, oh, fuck, really? So generators are kind of like the worker bees and they're also not a fan of that term necessarily. But you guys have a consistent energy. And uh, that when that energy is used for good, then it can keep going and keep going. When you're doing something you love, there's just consistent energy. It's like a well you can just keep pulling from. Um, and you're here to respond. So basically that can mean different things. For some generator friends of mine, they're really into signs. They don't understand how I'm not at all into signs. Signs mean fucking nothing to me. <laughs> but for a generator, they can be really important. And um, and so you're here to respond to what is in your awareness. Now, that could be a request from someone. They could say, oh, you should do this. That's something to respond to. Um, you know, one of my uh, human design, the person who I had my initial reading with, Roz Isbell, she's an incredible reader. If you want something done by an analyst, definitely um, give, give her a look up. So, uh, so when it comes to, she, she had said to me, you know, as a generator, you can, um, I'm not a generator, but as generators, you can 
ask for a sign and ask and then wait to see if it comes into your awareness. And then that's something to respond to too. So we'll talk about some great strategies for generators as podcasters a bit later on, but I just want to introduce you, as I've said, to your type and your strategy. So for a generator, it's wait to wait well, not yeah, you're you're waiting like a projector, but to something to respond to. For manifesting generators, it's also they're also under that bracket, and then some believe that they're also here to inform. So not only are they here to respond, but they also are here to then inform. Um, and so yeah, so there's that extra element. I'm not sure how that plays out, but I think as an individual, because I'm not a manifesting generator, um, as as we get further and further on, and you you learn more about your type, it may resonate with you. I know I had um, a friend of mine who's a manifesting generator say, "Oh my God, yes, this is why things don't work out for me because I don't inform the people around me of what I'm doing," and so they all end up you know frustrated with me, and I end up frustrated and angry, but. Uh, and they weren't informing. So maybe that is true. Um, I don't know, because I'm not a manifesting generator. But generators generators and manifesting generators are here to respond. Manifesting generators may have that extra bit of informing. Just see how it lands for you. And then reflectors. And reflectors are here to wait a lunar cycle. They're really here to move through, a, you know, a, a big lunar cycle before they um, commit to something. So that that I feel could be highly frustrating. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh gosh, I'm glad I'm a projector. Um, so that's kind of your type and your strategy. So I'll do a quick recap. For manifestors, it's to inform and initiate. For generators, it's to respond. For manifesting generators, it's also to respond and there might be an element of informing as well. So telling people what you're going to do. For projectors, it's wait to be invited. And for reflectors, it's to sit with things for a month and see what unfolds. So that's the strategy. And I'm going to end it here because I also want to go into authority, but authority is quite complex and I don't want this podcast to be a super long thing. I want you to be able to just plug it in, have a quick listen, 20 minutes, and then get on with your day. So in the next episode, we'll look at the different authorities and um, a quick overview. And as we go further and further on, you know, the reason that I'm doing it this way is like, I understand that some of you have no fucking idea about human design at all. At all and this is your very first introduction to it. And for some of you, you, you've probably had your chart, you may have done a bit of research, you may have had a, a bit of a session with me or with someone like Roz. And so you have a, a understanding of the foundations and you want to get the more meatier strategy stuff and that will come later on. But I have to cover the basics before we get into that because there's, you know, it's the same as when I public speak on podcasting at like a business conference. There's like the level of knowledge goes from like none at all, I don't even know how to listen to a podcast on my app, to people who are podcasting and have been podcasting for years. And I have to make sure that the content kind of covers that. So we're starting at the very basics here and we'll move on as we go deeper and deeper and deeper. And we may do episodes on individual authority types like the spleen, the splenic. I'm a splenic projector. Maybe we'll talk about how that would impact you as a podcaster, an episode on emotional authority, which is like 50% of you. Um, and, you know, and, and we'll look at the centers and how they may play out in your design. And we'll look at the different profiles and what that might mean for you as a human being and as a podcaster. 
Foster. So that's it from today. Go get your chart from Jovian Archive if you don't already have one. And what I, um, just to recap, you need your name, date of birth, time of birth, and where you were born. And then you will get the chart that will give you your type, which we've spoken about today, and your strategy. And then next week, we'll dive into authority, which is a really complex thing. So um, I'm going to do an overview episode and later down the track, we'll talk about the different types um, of authority and how they may play out as an individual. Okay, that's it from me today. I'm Carly Nimmo. This is Rocky Mike Wright. Until next week, peace out. Peace out.